Welcome back to your daily dose with Bob and Nick. I'm Bob Codges. Most people who know me know that I have a love-hate relationship with technology. I love it and it hates me. It's a persistent force in my life, but I don't let it deter me. Most recently, my battle with technology has been focused on microphones. Now, at a time when they're more valuable to me than ever before. So listen in as Nick helps me to work out my microphone malaise and discover a couple of decent lessons along the way. Enjoy. Okay, so uh, I've had people adjust my mics a lot lately. I was on stage at SAC Saturday night for two shows. How was it? Uh, it was. This is the first time since when? Last November? Uh, no, I actually did one. Yeah, maybe it was November. Maybe yeah, it was. it's yeah. been a while. It has been a while. Well, and it felt like it was a while. Yeah. I and I'm great on stage, but having a mask on stage is hard. And my mic is essential uh, because you can't. No matter how loudly I articulate, and I'm, I can hit the back wall without a mask, without a problem, without a mic, and everyone hears what I'm saying. With a mask, the people in the front row can't understand what I'm saying. So my microphone is important, but we have the over-the-ear, you know, Britney Spears kind of microphones yeah. that come out, out around your mouth, uh, and I also have my mask around my ears. And what I learned is I have limited bandwidth for the collagen in my ears. It will only hold so many things before they just fold and start dropping stuff. So what seems like if I it would have, the trifecta would have been putting a pair of glasses on it. I was going to say you didn't have your glasses on. There's <laughs> no, no way. I did try because I had to read something at one yeah. point. So I had people. I had a microphone that wasn't working. Uh, and so I had to keep grabbing the manual mic with the cord attached to it and use that, which was really kind of awkward. And then people would adjust my mic for me. So, and now you just adjusted my mic for me. And I feel like um, I am inept with microphones. I think you're fine with microphones. I think it's technology that okay. you're inept with. <laughs> It's the broader thing. That's worse. Oh, no. But overall, did you feel good about it? I did feel good about it. I really wanted to come out, but I had... I had my daughter with me and I like just in general going downtown yeah. at night on a Saturday is kind of gross. And let me tell you something. It was gross stepping out those doors. There are, you know, hundreds of drunk maskless people. I mean, I, I had put on my mask to walk up the sidewalk because people were invading my space left and right. But the experience at SAC itself was really good. Yeah. And it was really good because... I miss my players. I miss my house staff. I miss these people that I love. And being able to just spend a little time with them was so good. But it was definitely, um, I was shaking off the rest. I was I was working it out and also dealing with the mask thing. And second show, uh, we're doing Doula Fools. I'm supposed to have chosen judges. And we have the first judgeable scene that's been completed when I realized I never chose any judges out of the audience. So I had to, right there, after the scene was done, pull over the show, choose audience members. Now, mind you. I screw up in front of audiences all the time. Sure. So it's not a problem. Yeah. And it worked out just fine. But there were enough of these foibles piled up that when I got home, I was like, Ooh, that was a little bit of a mess. Uh, but not in a way that I felt bad about because one, my fellow players were lovely and very supportive and, and gave me great feedback and, and really complimented the, some of the stuff that I did. And the other is it's improv. When it's done, it's done. I was going to say you have to... You've been trained in this, you've taught it, you've internalized it as much oh, as yeah. possible. So the idea that it, you know it's a stand-up set or you're an athlete and you missed a lot of shots this night, like 
you have to forget that yeah. and move on. Well, I, th- I think this is a trick in life, actually, is realizing that more things are mutually exclusive than we think they are. But because we string them together in our minds because it's part of our continuum of experience, so we assume that it's part of a trend, we expect that when we screw up in one experience, it's going to extend to the next. And the reality is if you can clean your brain out, you can actually screw up really hard and have a brilliant success right after it. Yeah. Uh, but you have to let yourself, you know, and so many times we don't because we carry baggage. You and bog we, it down. Yeah. yeah. We bog it down with our baggage. We bag it down with our baggage. Oh, baggage is the worst. So let go of that baggage and, uh, and free yourself. Hey, it's Nick. Thank you so much for listening. I often find good advice like get rid of your baggage is something that I already know. It's not earth-shattering news. But hearing it again and again, whether it's from a friend or a podcast that comes out five days a week, helps quite a bit. So keep listening and keep telling your friends about your daily dose. Was that subtle in terms of marketing? Oh, is this on? <laughs>